How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. The truth is, I am Iron Man. Wherever I go, he goes. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Not Another Movie Pod. Luke, Zach, and I are going to be talking about Mandalorian Chapter 15, The Believer. All right, thanks for tuning in. Let's get into it. Lucas, talk to me. How are you? How was your Friday? Fucking annoyed, dude. Damn, what happened, bro? Yeah, what happened? What do you think happened, dude? Couldn't connect to the Wi-Fi. Oh, fuck. That is shitty. So I was eating my burger with Danielle because she got me a burger for my birthday. Oh, it's your birthday today? Yeah. Yo. Shit. Happy birthday, friend, dude. Uh, happy birthday. Thanks, fools. <laughs> Honestly, Damn. I woke up and I forgot it was my own birthday, dude. I've been so busy. Yesterday, I worked I worked 8 a.m. till 9 p.m. last night because of all this award shit. The Game Awards and then the Disney Investor Day when they announced 80 movies. Can I even explain to you guys? The trailers would happen. They would drop the Marvel trailer and I wouldn't even watch it because... As soon as they drop it, they put it on Twitter at the same time. So it's like going to Twitter, tweeting it on Culture Crave, tweeting it on Marvel Facts, doing whatever, not even watching it because then Kevin Feige was talking so damn fast, dude. He dropped four tidbits in a row. Oh, we're not recasting Black Panther. And I was like, holy shit, that's massive news. So Black Panther is dead in the MCU. Christian Bale is playing some alien villain guy. Gore the God Butcher. Yeah, Gore the God Butcher. Okay, that's massive news. But then he dropped like a couple other things all in the same sentence. And I was like, oh my God, crazy, dude. My brain today, I needed, this is why I didn't drink last night. I needed to tonight. (laughs) Yo, did you really think that Black Panther was going to get recast though? Here's my thing with characters. I don't feel like one person can define a character forever. It's very soon. It's very soon. So I get it in this instance that you don't recast him for like this franchise. But yeah. Saying Black Panther's done forever, dude, that movie just made $2 billion. They're going to eventually do a Black Panther again. I didn't know what they're going to do in this instance, but isn't it the thing that if you are, if you take over the mantle, you are Black Panther? Yeah, that's true. But it's not. Tomorrow, he's talking about T'Challa. He's saying he's not going to recast T'Challa. I get, yeah, I got that. So that's why I don't know what they're going to do for Black Panther 2. And then you got Cherie. She's, she just came out as fucking anti-vax, anti-whatever on Twitter the other day. Wait, Anti-science. What? She was tweeting some crazy shit about vaccines. And she's basically sharing QAnon-style stuff. Oh. Because she's crazy religious. Who? One of those girls. The girl who plays Cherie. Really? Letitia. Originally, I thought that Cherie would get it. But now, because of real-world shit... Another real world situation. I don't know what they're going to do with Black Panther 2, but... Oh, that's rough, dude. That's rough. Look, I didn't expect them to... What I'm saying is I didn't think they would do it, but I didn't put it outside any realm. I mean, they're about to have Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader fight again. I guess that's not really a comparable situation, but just the shit that you don't think would happen. Shit that you wouldn't think would happen in in the storytelling. I didn't think in that instance that they would... I'd, like, I'd rather see them just do the beginning of that story and what I would expect is that they're going to have some sort of thing he's going to die in the beginning. Maybe they're, they digitally create him and see him just running into battle. Dude, seeing Obi-Wan and Darth Vader fighting in today's age of technology is going to be so fucking sick. Well, does Luke know about this? Have you been online lately? No. So yesterday at Disney Investor Day, they announced that in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, Hayden Christensen's coming back, confirmed, and there's going to be a scene where he is fighting Darth Vader and Obi-Wan are going to fight again. (sighs) And they gassed it up as rematch of the century. Why? (laughs) It's not my first reaction, dude. Money, man. Gotta get those Disney subscriptions. I'm hyped for it. You guys seem kind of down on it. Are you not not excited? I mean, Bro. it'll be sick, but does it make sense? Like, Duel of the Fates was, why do you need to go past that, bro? What did they call that one? Was that one Duel? No, that's Maul. Duel of the Fates was Maul, right? But oh, what, is they that had it? a name for, they have a name for that battle, too. What's the, the name battle? of that battle? Mustafar Battle? Mustafar, or it might just be Battle Mustafar, but I thought it had, like, a poetic name, too, but I can't remember it, dude. Yeah, I agree. That was, what I do want to see, dude, is that, all I think about is that Rogue One scene at the end of Rogue yeah. One where he was slicing all those rebels. And if there's some Darth Vader shit like that in the show, then okay. But them fighting doesn't make any sense to me because when you look at A New Hope, 
the way the storytelling feels like they hadn't seen each other in 19 years to me. Didn't he say we meet again though? He didn't say after all these years, like we meet. When Darth Vader saw him, he's like, we meet again or something. When I last saw you, I was the learner. Now I am the master. Oh yeah. He does say that. You can't fucking, you can't have a match up again. What a boner, dude. Yeah, so it's kind of a retcon. That's what I was saying. I posted that on the Culture Crave story. Are y'all down with the retcon? And then everyone's like, it's not a fucking retcon. They could have totally seen each other once. And dude, he'd have to leave Tatooine 100%. So maybe he leaves Tatooine or it's like a force. My, my, my idea for how I would do it if I'm doing this is that he is going, he's either haunted by him and it's some sort of force vision or he goes to a place like Dagobah, goes in that tent tunnel shit goes in some dark side cave thing and he fights him and they fight like, I don't know how to explain that, would be that kind of fight. You know what I mean? Not actually physically both of them are fighting. Yeah, that makes sense too because Obi-Wan would be completely traumatized from all of it, from the Clone Wars, from the whole experience with Anakin, Order 66. That motherfucker would have some PTSD for sure. The only thing I could think of is that he feels like he could go and redeem him again, but... That also doesn't make sense because you already sliced off all of his limbs, dog. You think he's going to forgive you after that? Straight up. It's on site if you <laughs> that comes around again, which is what happened. They were brothers, so. You and my brother, Anakin. Yeah. I'm down. Whatever, dude. I'm going to watch the shit out of it. I don't even care, man. Blow up the whole fucking canon at this point. We already seen what they did with the trilogy. Right. Bring in Luke Skywalker into Mandalorian. I don't care. Just do it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, do something crazy. <laughs> yeah, do something crazy, exactly. Yeah, I think my take on that is that, yeah, it is kind of retconning what is established based off their dialogue with each other, but I think the coolness factor of it trumps that for me just because it's going to be it's going to be so sick. It's going to be some of the best Star Wars action in the entire Star Wars universe, probably. I feel like I wouldn't have told everyone that, though, right now. It's like when you tell everyone that Palpatine's back, and then everyone's like, Okay, it could be cool, but is he really back or is it going to be a Palpatine clone? Or Fucking a clone or just like a, a holocron or some sort of ghost shit where he's not really there because in the first trailer it didn't seem like, oh, they're actually bringing him back physically. Yeah. Shitting on the whole Anakin coming yeah. around arc. Yeah. I don't know, dude. We'll see. They're both alive, though, technically at this point. So maybe they cross paths again three times. Just imagine that, man. Literally, their first fight was raw as hell. Second fight was fucking fire, too. And then the third one is just ass. Just gets becomes one with the force. Just a bunch of grandpas fighting each other. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I wonder, because this is going to be 10 years after. This is 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Maybe yeah. he's training to become a force ghost somehow. Could be sick. Like, learning how to do that. Well, he must, because he does become a force ghost. Yeah, exactly. So, there's so gotta be some training in there, or maybe he trains with Yoda. That'd be cool. But I don't know. They they're kind of exile style. I don't know if they would join up again like that. Yeah, I don't know either. Who knows, dude? Anything could happen in this. Show. Would that would that shock you if we're talking about them actually fucking fighting again? I mean, would it shock you that he'd go and visit Yoda and say they're just some random situation over ten years that you're like, do we have to link up on this? They force talk to each other or some shit. I don't know, dude. I mean, we already know that we know that Obi-Wan can do that, that he can send his thoughts. But I guess that was while he was a force ghost. Yeah, he was one with the fools. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't really be surprised by anything that Disney tries to do with Star Wars at this point because there's so much content coming out too. It's I feel like it's going to be another case of like, it's just oversaturated, just like it was when before they kind of pulled back a little bit. Do you think the MCU is oversaturated? Kind of, but at least they're new I- ideas for the most part. Taking these characters and still pushing them forward. Like that Loki show looked dope. I'm excited for that, honestly. I genuinely cool. haven't watched the trailer yet. Oh, really? Yeah, we can talk about it a different time. Because I, I, dude, I was so busy. I didn't even, I didn't watch any of the trailers. I didn't watch the new WandaVision one. Because all those dropped in a span of five minutes. Yeah, that's true. I haven't even sat down today and looked at any of that just because I was so busy today, too. The WandaVision one looked interesting, but... Yeah, I'm already going to watch that show. I don't really even need to watch a trailer for that one again. That's the thing, dude. I'm like kind of with Luke at this day. I don't really watch as many trailers anymore because I'm already going to watch it. So you don't want to get hyped up? No, I just mean like... Because, dude, they put so much spoilers in trailers these days. 
So much. You can almost figure out the entire story if you just really tried to break down a trailer. That's one reason why I'm not crazy excited for the WandaVision series because they kind of did that in the trailer. Everything they showed, it's... I mean, you can guess almost every single beat of the story of where it's going to go down. But the Loki series was more leaving little tidbits of intrigue in. Yeah, you WandaVision can, is totally just going to like be multiverse. She's going to blow it up. Then it's going to tie into Doctor Strange, which ties into Spider-Man. <laughs> that, that's what's happened with that. It's going to be like a three-part story almost. Yeah. Wait, Luke, so did you watch any of these? No. No, nah, let's move on then. Fuck it. We don't need to talk about this. We'll do it a different time. Yeah. Mando? There was too much shit to even cover it all. You know what I mean? <laughs> there was 20 Marvel and Star Wars shows announced combined. That's fucking so much. And all the Pixar shit and Disney is all of it. The Buzz Aldrin thing looks interesting. Buzz Aldrin. Oh, yeah. Luke, they, Buzz, Buzz uh, Lightyear. Sorry. Chris <laughs> Evans is playing Buzz Lightyear. God damn it. The story. Captain America. But he's not playing Buzz Lightyear the toy. He's playing Buzz Lightyear, the real person that inspired the toy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about who even... Can you all believe that they're going to milk Toy Story now, too? That's crazy. Bro, who who asked for that? <laughs> right, dude. The last who one asked was for good. Buzz Lightyear origin story? <laughs> <laughs> He's not even a toy. It's just a guy. All right. Yeah, let's do Mando. Mandalorian chapter 15. What was this one called, Ross? The Believer. The Believer. What the fuck does that have reference to? I think it's talking about Bill Burr's character i honestly thought this was a great episode i thought it would this might be one of my favorites of the season yeah it felt like a more contained story yeah and the dialogue in it was i personally think the dialogue was the best that it's ever been in the entire show just with like the philosophical arguments that were going back and forth and how they actually felt natural to me they weren't out of place and it led to something in the episode and I thought it was all, the dialogue was just all together. It tied together really well, I thought. Yeah. What do you think, Luke? For a helmet reveal, it kind of fell short for me. But besides that, I agree with you, Ross. It was pretty good. They already did his helmet reveal. What? Remember at the end of season one? Yeah. When what? he got all, they he got all shot up and then he left IG, yeah. IG whatever took his helmet off. IG he used his face. Yeah, he did. What? Hundred percent, bro. Yeah. No, you didn't. Season eight finale. Season episode. Sorry, season one finale. Yeah. Just for like thirty seconds. Pedro Pascal is a sexy man. Yeah, man. Good looking dude. Yeah. Pull that helmet off. Fire. So I had a question actually on the portal thing where he had to take his helmet off. I don't see anything. That was just citizens. Ross, send him a picture or send him send him the link or whatever. He hundred percent does a face reveal. I remember because people were like, holy shit, it's the dude from Game of Thrones. Like, people who don't pay attention to any of that. Yeah. Oh. Do you find it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't even remember that. Yeah. Very end of the season. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. uh, What was your question? Well, in front of someone else, and it was it was kind of a boner. But it was good. Like he felt he looked uncomfortable while he was there the whole time. You know, he was acting awkward, didn't really know how to act as much so i like that and the guy who played the dude the imperial guy that they were talking to is actually kind of menacing and you could just tell that guy was an evil person yeah there was a lot of suspense build up with the music and the atmosphere and his dialogue as well the guy he was talking to played the night king wait he was that was vladimir furtick no the first guy sorry richard brake the first night oh king. the first night king og Whoa. night king that's sick yeah I was trying the whole episode. I was like, where have I fucking seen this guy from? So I went and looked up after and it was the Night King and he was in Batman Begins. He was Joe Chilly. He's the one who kills Christian Bale's parents, Batman's parents. Interesting. So go on. Yeah, Luke, you were saying something, right? No. (laughs) Zach, you had a question though about the console type deal. My only question was just that with the console was, so he had to show his face, but at first I was maybe thinking that, oh, what the fuck? Does that mean he was Imperial? But I think it was just because he was a citizen, yeah. That you just had to have your face revealed as a, a citizen. That was one thing I was wondering about too, because originally they said the whole reason they well, the whole reason they got him was because he still was familiar with protocols and stuff. And he did give him the information about the planet, which was useful. But then when he didn't actually have to be the one that went to it, that was kind of weird. And then also the fact that 
the guy never even recognized him anyways was like <laughs> yeah that's what my buddy said too yeah which i thought was okay he probably has seen so many soldiers man so many bald fucking white soldiers <laughs> oh definitely <laughs> for sure but he he just made a whole point where he's like oh i can't go in there that that guy's gonna recognize me and i get i guess that's a good point he would think he would be worried about that but then from that other guy's perspective you're like you were saying He's seen a lot of soldiers, so yeah. He said it was like a platoon of five thousand guys or something like that. Yeah. So I mean, he's just paranoid, dude. He's ex-soldier and probably clearly a runaway from the Imperials or whatever, a deserter. I like what they built up with his character, though. That was all really good character building with him. You could tell he really felt shitty about all that stuff, and and when they're all sitting at the table getting drinks together, that was major Han Solo Greedo vibes. And he just whipped out a pistol, shot him first. I was like, yes. That is how it's supposed to be. He shot first. <laughs> that was a good... I did like that a lot. Yeah. I wonder if they were setting up this guy to be part of that Rangers of the New Republic TV show. What a terrible name for a show. What the fuck, dude? Trash. I'm just going to oh. throw that out there. Luke, this is the name of one of the shows that they're spinning off. Rangers of the New Republic. Does that make you want to watch it? No, dude. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Me too. I was like, all right, fucking cool. Who is this about? Is this about Cara Dune? Because don't care. I told you they were going to try some Cara Dune spinoff shit. I told you. <laughs> Dude, she cannot carry a show. I'm sorry. She's all right as a side character, but giving her a show? Come on, dude. Dude, she has some fucking meaty arms. <laughs> yeah, she does. Her seat, <laughs> she does throw some fucking... You know that she's actually just tossing these guys. She could lift a boulder. She could toss me in bed if she wants. That's fine. She'd destroy you, bro. You'd go straight through the bed, toss through. That's fine. Her acting is not good enough, though, in my opinion. No. To carry a show? No way, dude. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. No offense to her. Just There's better actors on the show that you could give a spinoff if you really are like, oh, we need to do a spinoff. But yeah, who's asking for this spinoff? I don't think anyone. It's like the Andor show, dude. I have, don't really have any hype because this guy's dead. It could be cool, I guess, if it's a spy thriller like that. But this dude dies anyway. We already know what happens to him. To be fair, to give a fair critique to her, her act, her acting is passable, but a lot of the things she does is really exaggerated, and it it kind of just like throws you off. No, yeah, she takes me out. That's what I mean. Yeah, I, I don't. don't she's not. She's not horrible by any means. Like she's not terrible. But I'm saying, giving her a show, having her be the the thing that carries that show, your main yeah. character. No way. I agree. Yeah, I'm not excited for that show at all. Especially I. I agree with you. The name sucked ass. Well, we don't even know who really it's about, but I'm assuming it's going to be about her <laughs> or partly about her or oh, her dude. crew or some shit. 100%. Comes out the day after, or not the day after, but the after the episode airs where he's like, oh, Ranger of the New Republic, eh? And same then, day. Like, yeah. Was it the same day? This episode was today. Oh, did they name drop that? I didn't even catch that. I thought they called her the, what was her title? I thought it was like, Marshall or some shit. Oh, yeah. Marshall of the New Republic or whatever. That guy's going to end up joining the New Republic, though. I could see him being in that show. Bill Burr's character. Yeah, but uh, I would rather see, personally, for his character, I'd rather see him remain an outsider. Just be a more of a gray character, like an anti-villain or anti-hero. Yeah. I mean, that's what I would do with it. I got no thoughts on what I would want to do <laughs> with that show, dude. I like Bill Burr's character better than Cara Dune. I did too. Yeah, his acting's better. His acting was pretty good in this episode. And I didn't mind him in the first time he showed up either. Just funny, you got the Boston accent. You hear all these British accents and all this shit. And then you got this guy. Yeah, he his acting was good. And I, I do like his character more too. He He's a little more interesting. Even though she has all the shit with Alderaan, which is interesting. But oh, really? it just doesn't really seem to play into her character that much. It came up a couple of times and that guy was like, oh, you lost anyone? Which is a stupid fucking question. And then she's like, yeah, I lost everyone. Yeah, what a dumbass question. Why would you? What the fuck, dude? What do you mean? Her planet is gone. <laughs> <laughs> so that's such an insensitive question, too. Like, what um, trash writing, bro? Like, <laughs> Fucking dumbass. Oh, what else do you guys think about this episode? Huh, I'm trying to think. Honestly, for me, I liked... It felt like a good self-contained one-off episode that I felt like made sense because you had to get... You had to figure out where the coordinates were. were so this made sense to bring him back into the story. 
the action sequence on top of the, <laughs> of course, you know, like some shit was going to happen when they were trying to infiltrate. So I like that scene, them fighting all those, I don't know what those creatures were, what were they, Ross, the species, you know? Wait, what are you talking about? When they were trying pirates. to, oh, the pirates. The pirates? The yeah. pirate species, I don't know what they were. I don't know. I don't know either, <laughs> but. That scene felt like Mad Max for a second there a little bit. Yeah. I was into it. I liked the whole scene with the ad with the other guy, the Imperial dude. He seemed menacing a little bit. And just that whole scene scene was good because the other guy, Din Djarin, was uncomfortable with his helmet off and he was willing. He knew some shit like that was going to happen because they were talking about it all episode with wearing helmets and the whole idea behind it, wearing a helmet. So yeah. I had a feeling something like that was going to happen. I liked all that. Overall, I thought it was a fine episode. I wasn't amazed by it or anything. I thought it was just fine. It was good. I thought it was really good, just that based off the dialogue. But I guess I already said that. Those are my reasons. What do you think about his dialogue at the end when he said when he was talking to <laughs> to Moff Gideon, both of you? I thought it was good. Damn, he did just whip out that blaster and blap that fucker. Damn, right? What? That was good. <laughs> and then everyone just like stops and looks at him, and he just turns and shoots some other guy. <laughs> that was a decent scene. It felt more like real life in how people were actually dying, and people will hold grudges, and people have these things that build up and then they lead to people getting killed right it it led to a lot of depth on both for both those characters really for dinjarin and what's this guy's name bill burr's character i don't know his name but <laughs> it, it showed why he's like this yeah the scene where they're out on the fucking ledge like why don't why doesn't anyone ever just shoot through the <laughs> like shoot through <laughs> the the wall dude oh it's migs mayfield you know, I'll say his Boba Fett's new armor, his new cleanup on his paint job, looking fresh, dude. It was lit, looking very fresh. And when he did the attack of the clones in the air drop with the bomb. Oh, dude, I forgot about that. That was so fucking sick. That brought me back to 10-year-old me. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, playing Battlefront too. Yeah, I was just thinking of that asteroid sequence, man, where he does that flip and hides behind. Gets Where were they going? They were on a Mustafar. Not Mustafar, Geonosis. No. Are you talking about, yeah, yeah. Attack of the Clones. That was a good scene in it. And so I like that. And dude, I'm put, I, I do feel like Boba Fett's going to die in this, this show. And he's going to get the what? Slave One. No. Wait, no, they weren't going to Geonosis. They were going to Kamino. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. No, I thought it was after Kamino because he has that face oh, off. He headed him off on Kamino. Yeah, remember because Boba Fett got there first just in time. Or Django Fett. Yeah, Django Fett. Before Obi-Wan got there. Kamino was the water planet. Yeah. Yeah, but I was saying, wasn't this on the way to... Where the bombs are getting lit off in the in this air, and they have that sequence out in space. That's on the way to Geonosis. Anyway, Boba Fett stuff was good. He got a good moment. I don't really have a ton else, dude. It wasn't like there wasn't much lore added to this. It was. It felt more like a Star Wars planet than the last episode. The last episode looked like just went out in the backyard and filmed the episode. This one had a little yeah. more like tropical feel to it. Definitely. I like the scrap planet that Bill Burr was on. Oh, yeah, me too. Right, yeah, that was a good... That one All was, the prisoners cutting up scrap metal and shit. True, that did add a little bit of depth. There's probably just planets of prisoners in the Republic. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. And it also showed that the New Republic isn't perfect either. They're just sending all their prisoners out to this planet to work like slaves in this huge trash heap. <laughs> this guy is a murderer. Yeah, I was going to say, dude, fuck him. <laughs> what, dude? Who cares? Yeah, he's killed people. Uh, I guess that's a philosophical difference. Would you say that? Would you feel that way if it was a serial killer? If what? Just send them onto a planet where they just cut up trash? There's so many life forms in this galaxy that. If you get sent to some place like this, it's because you've killed people or <laughs> you've done something really crazy. So I don't feel bad for him. That makes so much sense because it would be so much easier to lock down a planet if you knew all the ships that were leaving it and not. And you just had a planet that you could use as a as a prison. That's pretty fucking diabolical. Fuck you, Luke. <laughs> no, I'm 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 kind of agreeing with you now, Ross. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, damn, bro. Oh, okay. I thought you- There's not even a way to escape. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck it, dude. You get, technically, if you could pull it off, maybe. Yeah, there has to be ships going on and off of there. So if you could hijack one of those. 
or stowaway. I'm just thinking the conditions, the working conditions, literally just send to this planet of garbage. Your job is just to cut it up all day. Like, His fuck. fit looked pretty clean, man. They took care of him. <laughs> That's a good point, too. His fit was way too clean for a prisoner. Yeah, kind of man. Scrap metal. Yeah. Like, they just gave him a new suit that day. Even the other guy looked pretty clean. So, they're probably treated pretty good. And his face was pretty clean, too. I think that just has something... That's just more to do with, like, the makeup and costume team. Well, they take showers, so... <laughs> I'm taking it literal. He was fine. Okay. <laughs> it, but, yeah, I thought that plan was cool overall, though. Rick Fuyama, so he did the director, he did this one, and he also did episode two with the Mudhorn. So he's done very contained episodes. And he did the Bill Burr episode where they were out in the space prison. Wait, that was a prison too. See, okay, yeah. oh, you yeah. give him a planet or you get be locked out in space. Which is which you think's which you think's worse, Ross? Which is I'd rather be on a planet for show for show. Planet one hundred percent. Yeah. I I guess this goes back to the point that Star Wars isn't supposed to be this perfect utopian futuristic society either it is it does have a lot of advanced technologies but it's more grounded in dirty than it's called star wars yeah than other science fiction or portrayals of the future yeah so that was a that was interesting debate though but i whatever man no for that guy killed people we watched him kill people so it's fine innocent people so true i didn't even think about that didn't he kill the, wasn't he the one who shot the rebel guy in the, when they were in the command room? No, that was the, it Twi'lek. wasn't Bill Burr. That was a Twi'lek chick lady. Oh, okay. But he was willing to kill baby Yoda at one point, right? He held him hostage, but we don't know. He was True, he held him killed. hostage. So send him to the, send him to prison. <laughs> send him to prison on Mustafar. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Yeah, man, like exactly. You could end up, there is probably way worse prison planets than that one that they were on. Possibly. That one was pretty shitty, though. Another thing that I was confused about, though, was on this Morak planet, the grassy planet. Oh, you got names down. Nice. So that one was called Morak. Yeah. Din Djarin was talking about how nobody lives there. He was like, there's nothing on Morak, but I guess he could, he could have been saying that more figuratively. Like, there's just not really shit there. But then when they go there, there's this huge like base. There's this big mining operation and there's all these indigenous people. So I don't know. I kind of answer I get that, what he but... means. Yeah. He, he said that about the, that forest planet season one where the, where the, we met Cara Dune, that planet, yeah. he said the same thing. He said, no one's here. So probably indigenous people, people who don't have ships that can actually leave the planet, oh. that kind of scope. And if there was a planet like that, maybe people would know. Maybe they're paying off the, or they're just threatening the villagers so no one says anything. Yeah. I thought I thought the dialogue between Bilber, and I guess that brings up a good point about talking about the indigenous people, or, but the dialogue between Bilber and the Mandalorian when they're in the transport ship was pretty good. Just bringing up some really good points about how most people don't even give a fuck who's ruling over them. They just don't want to be mess with they don't want other people occupying their planet because that's their land or like that's where they were born it's not technically their land but that was where they're born and they have a sense of ownership over it and they don't want just these random massive like empires or republics coming in yeah they yeah exactly like they probably look at both of these sides the same but the republic dude it's not like that there's definitely a difference for sure who was the natives of the planet was it the pirate guys or was it the humans in the village good debate I would bet that those humans are definitely locals because they even have little skiffs that they could sip across. I mean, those other guys had technology at least. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the other guys were the locals. Possibly. I don't know. I bet they both were. They both could have been locals. That would make sense too. They'd want to blow up all that shit just to fuck with the empire. But how are humans the locals? They could have both migrated there or Mm -hmm. one of the species could have migrated there a long time ago, and now they're both considered indigenous. This is an interesting debate. We should look up what the species is. Rosk, how do we do this? Is there a way to find characters that are just in an episode? The wiki page for Morak is pretty new because it was invented for this episode or just created, and there's That's nothing cool. on the species yet. Is it an Outer Rim planet? Must be. I feel like all these are in the Outer Rim so far. Yeah, they have been so far. But The way that those... 
that alien species utilized the terrain and their skiffs and ambushed those transport vehicles, they knew the land really, really well. So they felt like more of natives to me than just some random fucking bushwhacking tr- village out there. <laughs> Villagers. Yeah, I'm going back to that scene now. Are you watching it? Are you guys watching it at the same time as like talking about it? No. I have it on. Luke, you don't I got it on? on my mind. I got it on in my mind. <laughs> did you did you just watch it today? Yeah. Or I mean, you must have. My bad. But I mean, like, like right before. Yeah, I'm I'm at the scene where they're driving through the little village, and I don't know. I feel like they <laughs> could both they both could be, but if we figure out what the name of that creature was, we could figure out if they were, if that's their thing. Maybe they're just space pirates, and they go to planet to planet just to rob shit and fuck with the empire and fuck with whoever. But the way I think you make a good point that they were totally just trying to destroy these things. So it felt like that's very local. You know, yeah, it felt like a local resistance, like they're trying to get rid of them. They know the land really well. They know where to ambush them. They know where to set up garrisons for the ambush. Five speeders came out of nowhere. These locals, they look like what I would compare to that Tatooine village that we saw in episode one with Cobb, Vanth, like a settlement almost. Was it Mos Espa or something? Yeah, or no? yeah, exactly. Like humans are all throughout the galaxy, so they don't feel native. Yeah. That's why the aliens feel more native. Yeah, just some poor group of people that tried to go somewhere to get away from everything. And yeah, so that that's a good point. I wonder why they don't, maybe they have a mutual understanding that they just both want, or that these people want to fuck with the Empire. Because like, why wouldn't those skiff riders then go fuck with the humans if they felt like they were being invaded? I guess they're just going for the threat. Yeah, because they weren't trying to steal the transport or anything. They were just... Yeah, they were going straight to blow all that shit up, 100%. Deborah Mando's taken out two, three bases so far in this season. He's basically a a new Republic guy. Yeah, he's an entire unit by himself. (laughs) Real, dude. He got that that one that he went in and just destroyed to get Baby Yoda in season one. He took out that base already in Navarro and this dude. Yeah. He kind of goes buck wild on the empire. Doesn't really fuck around with them. Yeah. Oh, you know what was cool was when they were getting chased down by those pirates. And then all of a sudden you see the TIE fighters. You never been so happy to see a TIE fighter strafe a bunch of fucking shit in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I thought that shit was going to hit them too. See, how are they so good shots then? But anytime you get in a dogfight. I don't know. That was amazing accuracy. Perfectly around this highly volatile substance and mows out all the enemies perfectly. Even the stormtroopers after that came out and mowed down those pirates. I was like, that's the best yeah. stormtrooper shooting I've ever seen in my life. Right. Besides, besides episode the 1977, A New Hope. When they come out the guns and ice all those rebels to start. The only two times I can remember where I was like, damn, sharpshooters. <laughs> That's it. New trash. New trash. Yeah. Another short episode, too. 30 minutes. 30, yeah. 35 minutes, something like that. It's fine. I, there wasn't many negatives. Wasn't like crazy wowed by it. It just felt like another decent sort of one-off story. There wasn't really a crazy fan service, which I was... I think I liked actually more because it... Him dropping the bomb didn't feel like fan service. That felt natural. I mean, most of the stuff this season has felt very natural when they're bringing in the fan service. But this time it didn't didn't feel like overloaded with fan service in this episode in any shape or form. I don't know. I don't really have anything else to say. I like his message at the end to Moff Gideon was basically the same thing Moff said to him at the end of season one or whatever. Remember, he was like, you don't know how much this child means to me. So he was just sending that right back at him. At first, I thought it was kind of kind of dumb when I was watching it. But then I thought about that and I realized, oh, that was literally word for word what Moff Gideon said to him. So he's just basically saying, dude, I'm coming for you, man. Yeah, I thought that was kind of badass. It was intimidating. It was intimidating. We've never seen him act like that, really. Like pissed off, showing emotions. Mm-hmm. Pretty sick. Would you do that, though, strategically? Strategically, would you tip him off like that, that you're coming when you go, no, you got a four-man crew or whatever? Well, he's he's confident. It just shows that he's that confident that he'll... He'll send him a message, even though he has way fewer numbers. He's still confident enough to send it. <laughs> like, I'm coming. Prepare. Yeah, get ready, man. Right, dude. He's not intimidated by a stormtrooper at all, man. Scrubs, CPUs. <laughs> yeah. How is he going to fight those dark troopers, though? It's going to be interesting. I don't know. So that's why I'm asked. What do you guys think? What is actually happening in this snap? Let's get your opinion, Ross, and then we'll do Luke. Any prediction? I think... Next week, obviously, he's going to get the crew together. 
to go after Baby Yoda. Gather up I, the boys. Yep, gather up the crew. And I think Ahsoka is going to come back for this. They're going to have to get Ahsoka. Either if they don't go in secretive and completely just like sleuth Baby Yoda out of there, which I really don't see happening. No, guns blazing. There's going to be a massive shootout. He's going to fight Moff Gideon. All that's already a lock. But get, so give your take then on how they're getting in and all that. The showdown is definitely coming. And I think Ahsoka is going to be a part of it. So they're going to get all that crew together. They're going to infiltrate this ship. I don't think it's going to be a planet shoot down. They're not going to ground this ship. I think they're going to have to infiltrate this cruiser. Oh, yeah. They're going in on space. Yeah. For sure. Space battle. So we know the Slave One's very good at that kind of stuff, too. Oh, yeah. It's great. Great, great. at camouflage. Dogfighter, too. Great dogfighter. Well, I, I don't think that they're going to go in trying to dogfight with them. I feel like they're going to try to sneak on. We've seen literally the Slave One sit on the back of asteroids. We've seen it sit on the back of ships. Yeah. They could figure out some way to sit on there for like a day even before they go in, you know? Probably. I could see Slave One doing that. But I think there's going to be a big showdown between the Dark Troopers and the squad. Somebody, I think somebody will die. I don't know. This show just hasn't really shown that it's willing to kill characters. But I think, I feel like somebody has to die. So I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Somebody's going to have to die. And then there's going to be a showdown between Mando and Moff Gideon. And this isn't what I want to happen, but I think... They're just going to say Baby Yoda and Moff Gideon's going to go his separate way or get captured and it's over, which is just kind of the predictable thing to happen. But I think that's probably what they'll stick with. I don't know. Maybe they won't say Baby Yoda because they need something for season three. What happens if they say Baby Yoda? What are they going to do for season three? Mandalore, maybe. Or Mandalore, yeah. Do you think Bo-Katan will come back for this episode? I don't know if Ahsoka Tano is coming back for this, but I definitely feel like you're going to see what's going to happen is Homeboy is going to get captured. Then out of nowhere, there's going to be a bunch of Mandalorians who are going to show up, save my man. And then he's going to, while there's all that turmoil, then he's going to one-on-one Moff Gideon. Or the Empire Strikes Back season. They take the massive L leading into season three and they do it in a three season arc. And then season four is this season four is going to be the event show between this, the Asuka show, Rangers of whatever the fuck. <laughs> you mean <laughs> Boners <laughs> yeah. of the New Republic? Better title right there. I'd watch that. <laughs> it sounds like a porno. <laughs> Luke, do you give your predictions too? No. Give me your wildest take. I don't. I don't know, dude. It doesn't I even have, have no to clue. be accurate, no, bro. You can. I don't even yeah. give me. That's what I mean when I say wildest take. I don't even want like. Just give me the craziest scenario. Like, what would you do? What would you do right here? How? What would you do with this? Because you're saying that to keep it going into season three, keep it people <sighs> hooked, to leave it on a hook. What would you do? I wouldn't have baby. Baby Yoda needs to be in danger <laughs> forever. You would just get him captured. So you're saying like kill Baby Yoda? <laughs> no, but maybe. uh Okay, you said Thrawn, so maybe Gideon does the old, here you go, Thrawn, here's the little baby Yoda, and Thrawn <laughs> tries to milk his force powers, <laughs> get some of that for himself or something. He's this grand, grand admiral crazy guy, so maybe he's trying to get some of that force jizz or something. And that way, <laughs> Darth Gideon can just die after Din Djarin Isis' ass, and Thrawn's the big baddie with the force jizz, and... And now the Mandalorian has to go after him. I like the theory, man. Force jizz, Thrawn. Yeah, it's it'll work out. It'll all work out. Yeah. I feel like the Thrawn shit with the... So we didn't tell Luke about this. Bro, Gideon and Thrawn got to know about each other. They got to be like homies on the same level. Oh, dude, I really like the idea that they're both trying to do be their own. They're be the guy. I don't know if the Empire works like that. Where they're... People are like homies. Moff really feels like he's the top dude in the outer rim here, but Thrawn doesn't even feel like he's in the outer rim. They dip to unknown regions, so he could be somewhere building up, stacking up. Yeah, with Ezra Miller. <laughs> with Ezra Miller. <laughs> so, I don't know. Wait, what were you saying, Zach? Thrawn's doing what? With the Empire scattered like this? So think of it this way. We have what we know is there's Moff Gideon, we also know somehow the First Order pops up, which is clearly like a, an Empire spawn. 
But Moff really feels like he's trying to re- redo the Empire as it is, as its current formation, whereas the First Order was a little different. And even Thrawn, he feels like he could be his own factor because he had his own race. He had his own species of people. The Chiefs. Yeah. So it also would make a lot of sense if that was like Moff was working under Grand Admiral Thrawn. I don't know the levels to all this shit. What's it, Ross? What's the difference between a Moff and a Grand Admiral? Because it's like, why is he still called Grand Admiral? That means he must still be Empire then. And Ross, that means that Luke is right. Right? Yep. You think so? Moff sounds way no, bigger. A grand Moff sounds big time. Grand Grand Admiral sounds like the old <laughs> a grand Moff We gotta look now. I I have no idea. I generally don't know titles for all I know is if you were Darth, then you're top two. So Yeah. Well everything else, well, I don't know. No what was shit. what was okay, yeah, Tarkin? To my he was Grand Moff. That's grand Emperor. To my knowledge, he goes Moff is out of the three, no, Moff is the lowest, no. then Grand Admiral, then Grand Moff. He was Grand Grand Admiral Moff Tarkin. No fucking way. <laughs> he was he was all these things. No, he was Grand Moff. Besides Palpatine and Vader, he was top dog for sure. Became a sec- central to Imperial policy and pro- promoted him to become the first Grand Moff in the Galactic Empire. So he was right under. Well, not right under, but he was the next normal. Imperial under them. Yeah. From what I'm seeing, it, it says Moff is the lowest out of those three. And Grand Admiral is the top dog. And then Grand Moff is the middle. What? This makes it... If you look at just straight Wikipedia for Grand Moff Tarkin, it says that he was the next one under. He was the first Grand Moff ever. Moff Gideon was an ISB officer, served, took part in the Great Purge of the Mandalorians. Yeah, it goes... From lowest to highest, it goes Moth, Grand Moth, Grand Admiral. Then he would be working for him, maybe. Or he's like, fuck Grand Admiral Thrawn. Probably dude's dead. I'm taking this shit. Well, how would he know that Thrawn's dead, Ski? Because I feel like most people presumed he's dead. Maybe. Ross, am I wrong? Well, how would you know he's dead? Wait, what? what would lead you to presume he's dead? Because of this random animated show. Not random, but this animated show. <laughs> what? <laughs> so in this in this show called Rebels, he vanishes, essentially. Disappears before the events of A New Hope. So he's been gone for a while. But that means he could be out building his own army, which makes me think that Grand, that Moff Tarkin, sorry, Moff, before a new Moff hope? Gideon. Yes, yes. Before A New Hope, he vanishes. Right, Ross? He's gone. Yeah, presumably he went to the un- unknown region. So he's out there. Somewhere. That is what is being implied is that he's still alive, which we didn't know technically in canon until the Mandalorian. It was, but he could still be dead. He could still She's be dead. Most it. people thought he was alive. This was basically confirmation that he's still alive. So he's out there. Gideon, Moff Gideon might not even know that he's out there. Because Moff Gideon was probably an ISB officer at the time or whatever his title was 20 years prior. This is even 20 years. This is probably 10 years prior. Grand Admiral Thrawn has probably been missing for 10 years. Right, Ross? That sounds right. Yeah, about 10 years, I would say. And as we saw in episode nine with Palpatine building up shit on Exegol, <laughs> we see that nobody fucking goes out Bro, there. Bro, what like, if he started the First Order? Possible. Definitely possible. Why is that just... Something's going on there, though, because Snoke's a Moff Gideon deal. And this Thrawn fucking hired hired Moff Gideon to grow his Snoke. Possibility. Or... It's like a Chia pet, grow Snoke. The technology got passed (laughs) around because it's all still connected Imperial-wise, or they stole from each other. There's a lot of possibilities. Or they found it as Moff's side went down. Who knows? I feel like they're going to be on the same side. What do you think this finale is going to be? What planet? Or you think it's going to be in, we think it's going to be in space? Yeah, I said space, but who fucking knows? What know planet? How are we supposed to know what planet? There's a new planet every goddamn fucking episode. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking with the with him trying to get Grogu to the guy who can take his blood and all that, that maybe they would go to Camino since he was wearing the Camino tag, which should be a throwback. But who, who knows? knows? Space seems more likely. <laughs> Camino would be lit. 
Camino would be sweet. Camino would have symbolism too if Boba Fett died there. I thought Boba Fett's getting a show, you said. Prequel, probably. I imagine oh. that if he gets a show, they didn't announce it yesterday though, Luke. They announced a ton of shows and they didn't say anything about the Boba Fett show that's reportedly record or filming right now. So are they going to de-age this guy then or what? <laughs> well, it wouldn't be. If it's a prequel, it'd be right after he got out of the Sarlacc pit, which would be in the past four or five, five years, six years. So he'd probably still look relatively the same. That's true. You can make him, you can do less makeup, make him look a little younger. I don't know. I don't think he, he looked not too old when you watch Aquaman. I don't know if you guys have seen Aquaman. He's in his fifties for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, and. Oh yeah. And this guy already got de-aged for Aquaman too. Fuck. Did he get de I don't remember that. That's like. Yeah. Huh. Okay. But yeah. So if they give him then, it'd probably be a prequel. I really think that he's going to get the Slave One. That is what I'm thinking is happening. Mandalorian's going to get Slave One. They're just going to give that shit to him. That'd be sick. Do you think they'll kill Mandalorian off at any point in the show? What? Yeah, I do actually think they will, but it will be the very last episode of the show. Well, yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, that could be a cool way to send it off. Protecting Grogu. Main character. Yeah, after 17 seasons. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, run this shit, keep it. This shit's going to go forever. It seems like, though, with what they said yesterday, so they announced those other shows I was telling you about, and they're going to lead to an event show between all three of them. So it feels like there might be three or four seasons of Mandalorian and then this event show, and that might be it with the storyline. Whatever happens after that is a spinoff of this. I would say I think that makes sense that Mandalorian dies at some point in the show, protecting Grogu. Mandalorian is literally just a platform to launch other Star Wars shows pilots off of. It's okay. (sighs) I know. (laughs) Just a little frustrating, but there's worse things. The thing is, though, all these are tying together, though. I like that. It's not like they're doing... They're not doing shows that are then going to be its own universe. It's all going to be in this contained Mandalorian universe. It may not tie to the movies, really. We'll see, though. I mean, I feel like it has to eventually tie to the movies in a bigger way, but we'll see. Like I said, bring in yeah. Luke Skywalker. I don't care anymore. Do it. Is that what Star Wars is to you, Zach? You just don't care about it? Not really anymore. Do what Disney's done to you. You guys remember when they announced The Force Awakens, when they said, we're making another Star Wars movie? I never thought in my life that they would do that. Genuinely. Unless it was George Lucas. And George Lucas didn't seem like he was going to make another one at that point. So right now, back then, it felt like if anything happened, if they announced any movie, it was insane. And now they just announced 10 shows. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch all of it, but not gassed up for it. Damn, how far we've come in five years. That was only five years ago when Force Awakens No, but they announced announced Force Awakens seven years ago. Because I remember. That's true. Fuck, I was so hyped for that. I've never gotten that feeling for another Star Wars movie since then. Or kind of The Last Jedi, but then after that. Oh, The Last Jedi, I remember being so gassed up for, I was like, yo, they're bringing back Luke Skywalker. It's going to be fucking nuts. And I did like all the Luke stuff, but, you know, that's a whole nother discussion, that movie. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Do we rate it? Do we rate it? we rate this episode? No, not yet. Do do y'all want it? I'm going to keep it right where I've been keeping it all fucking season, man. B minus, baby. 80. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Luke, what do you got? Solid episode, maybe. Based on nothing, 85. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> just throw it out into the wind. Like, that means it's just like, it was fine. Same argument. Nothing that I was very negative against. Nothing amazed me either. I mean, not amazed me, but just wowed me. That's what I mean, I guess. So it was fine. It felt, it was fun. Yeah. I'm going to go 86 just because I like the dialogue. I don't, there wasn't a jetpack moment this episode for me. So, what the fuck? He didn't have his jetpack back though. It's gone. Oh, he just left it on yeah, that planet. Yeah, I guess that is another thing I forgot to bring up, but he just doesn't have his jetpack anymore. What the fuck? I didn't even think about that. God, it's still damn just it. sitting there on that rock. <laughs> Some aliens motherfucker is going to come up and find it and be like, oh, real sick. come ups. For, yeah. yeah, he'll get it back in a second. Some Jedi or. Who else would go to that rock? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who else would go to that spot? Yeah. That's what, I don't know, man. This finale, like, I'm going to watch it, but I don't really know. Who knows what's going to happen in it? Like I said, bring in all the Jedi. That's what I want. It's going to be a moment where my only prediction is that there's going to be a moment where they're getting, they're about to lose and someone's going to show up, bail them out, lock it in. Okay, that's probably going to happen. 
Wait, bring in all the Jedi? So like, no, I don't think it's gonna be Jedi. I'm I'm predicting the Mandalorians are gonna come and save him. I'm I'm in that. I think that'd be uh, fucking sweet, dude. You get this random Mandalorian army that swoops in. Fuck yeah, dude. Let's do it. Wait, I'm saying I'm calling it. This is Mace Windu's comeback right here. Oh, I don't even think Jedi are going to show up next episode. I think realistically it's going to be a rescue mission and then the Mandalorians will show up. I feel like the Jedi shit is going to be next season. That's going to be the tease for next season. Or they could do it at the very, very end of the episode and that's the cliffhanger. Or like an after credits? Yeah, like very end. Something that they rescue Grogu but then they hook you with this tiny little thing that they were like, had to keep under wraps all season, didn't leak. Whatever the biggest moment of this season, if they bring in some Jedi that we don't expect or is a huge surprise that didn't leak, it's going to be just a moment. It's going to be like Luke Skywalker at the very end of The Force Awakens when he's there for five seconds to make you watch the next thing. Yeah. It's going to be that or it's going to give a very brief glimpse of Thrawn. Thrawn, yeah. A veiny blue dick and that's it. And just a blue guy. <laughs> Pop up a close up on a veiny blue dick. <laughs> just a close up. So it's banging on some drums. <laughs> I'm about to tell his dick banging on drums. Right. <laughs> I'm about to tell Rob to just have that meme ready. Like, holy shit, dude. Thrawn's back. And it's picture of the fellas. Or just every blue character <laughs> ever. Who else has been blue? We get little Smurfs in there. Smurfs. We get Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> That's a veiny dick. Right. There you go. Two blue dicks in two years down. Fuck. Cock me up, Captain. <laughs> Cock me up, Captain. <laughs> Alright, uh, fellas. Okay, we got some reviews. So we got a review from his handles, just cheering guy. Said, shout out. Started with Game of Thrones and I'm all the way here. Been listening religiously. Shout out, man. Thank you. Solely. Wait, his handle Cheering guy. Cheering guy. That's what it says on Apple. Solely A21. Been listening since Game of Thrones season eight. Man, back to back. Two people have been listening for over a year. Shout out, man. Damn. Appreciate that. And then Culture D-Man. <laughs> Shout out, dude. Yeah, that's all we got. Those three. Those are on just Apple. So, man, we're so close, y'all. We're so close to 500 ratings on Apple. If you're in U.S., go drop us a rating. 495 on Apple. Chartable is yeah. like 600. So, hustle wow. up. Hustle up. Hustle up. All right, y'all. That's it. Back with our... Thanks for listening. Maybe we'll do some Patreons. All right, fellas. That's it. We're out of here. Laters. Laters.